Welcome to Foothill Christian American Canyons Podcast. We hope that this message encourages you and blesses you. Today, I want to speak to you on something that's been on my heart, um, especially the last week, especially the last few weeks. And I shared some of this with our men's group on Friday. We had a men's barbecue. Tri-tip and chicken was so good. And men that weren't there, you missed out. It was good. And uh, the worship was good. The word was good. The fellowship. It was just a good, good evening. And uh, women, you should be jealous. But uh, we had a good time, us men that were there. But um, I did share a few of the things I'm going to speak to you um, today on. I shared that with the men. But my spirit's overwhelmed with this message. I I just have to speak to to you as our church on this message. And the title of this message today is Living Today in Light of Eternity. I've shared this here in the past. But I think we're at a point in time where we need to share. I need to share this again as a reminder to all of us. Amen? Amen. We need to live today in light of eternity. In other words, are you living today knowing the eternal consequences, the ramifications of eternity? Because that's how we should live our life as believers. This year, and I mistakenly said I had officiated five funerals this year. I said that to the men on Friday. It's actually six. I've done six funerals this year. And how many know that's six too many? It's six too many because while life and God has a plan and uh, none of us know the, the time or, or the day that we will all be called home, but it's always, it can always be a sad situation. It can just be a, a, a very tough situation, very tough season for all of those people and those families. But I've done funerals for family members, for members of our church and other individuals. And... In that process, when we attend funerals, it should always, and I can't emphasize this enough, it should always remind us of our mortality, that our days are numbered, that we only have X amount of days, and you and I don't know what that is. You and I don't know what tomorrow holds. And you'll hear me say that. I don't know what it is that God's put in my spirit, and it's just not this year, but the last couple of years, I think, more than ever, and I think it's one of the natural byproducts of getting more mature, right? Um, as we mature, we, we hopefully appreciate the life that's been given to us. And in turn, hopefully we, we learn to respect those around us a little bit more, yes. to love on those around us a little bit more, yes. to be thankful for the little things around us a little bit more, amen? Because I think for too many of us, we go through life and we take for granted things. We, individuals, you know, uh, your, your manager at work, the people that report to you, your co-workers, not, not just your family, but we take even those things for granted, that they're going to be around forever. And they're not. They're not. It should cause us to reflect, to ponder, to maybe even have change in our lives because of funerals that we uh, experience. Some of you know this already, but this past Thursday night at 10 p.m., Anna and I were in the emergency pet hospital. And sadly, our beloved dog of 12 years passed away that night. Uh, Max didn't make it, 
and he passed away in our presence, and Anna and I, and uh, we have those memories to cherish. Beloved pet, beloved family member as he was, there's something about pets that become part of your family. You know, I grew up, and I was telling Mother Betty this before, we grew up with dogs outside the house, never in the house. To this day, my dad does not like that. And so when we had our pets, we've had pets, and we've always had them inside. And let me tell you, when you bring them inside and they share a bed with you, they eat meals with you, they go to sleep with blankets, they're comforted with air conditioning and heating, they become spoiled little family members of your, of your life and your family. And so even, even our pets, the passing of our pets is something dear, is something uh, to, to treasure as well. I believe God brings pets into our life for a reason as well, to comfort us and to bring us smiles. Amen? Amen. I want you to turn in your Bibles. I have two verses that I want you to read or um, take a look at. But the first one is in Psalms chapter 90 and verse 12. I have two different versions I want to read from. The first one, Psalm 90 and verse 12. It's up on the screen and it's the NASB, the New American Standard Bible version. But listen to the words that are declared here. It says, So teach us to number our days, that we may present to you a heart of wisdom. Again, teach us to number our days, to value our days, to not just take them for granted, but to value today, to cherish today. Because as you and I know, I only have today. I don't know about tomorrow, but I have today that we may present to you a heart of wisdom, that we may look to God for wisdom, to how to guide us to live our life, that he may impart wisdom into us on a daily basis. And then the second scripture that I want to read to you is found in Psalm 39 and verse 4. And this is out of the Amplified Version. And we have it up on the screen for you as well. But it says this, Lord, let me know my life's end and to appreciate the extent of my days. Let me know how frail I am, how transient is my stay here. Wow. That is so powerful right there, that scripture there. To appreciate the extent of my days. How many know people that are grouchy? <laughs> they don't care about life. They don't love life seemingly because they're so grouchy. We all know people like that. And yet, they should learn to appreciate their life. Let me know how frail I am. We all know how life is frail. We can be here one day and gone the next. And uh, the Lord is reminding us in these scriptures to learn to appreciate our life as it is right now. And this is what I know from studying this, that when we manage our time with an eternal perspective... It greatly impacts our life in the present. We say that again. When we manage our time with an eternal perspective, it greatly impacts our life here in the present. Let me ask you this question today. How many of you would like to know the exact date that you're going to pass on into eternity? Some of you would say no. Some of you would say sure. But here's my question. Would it make a difference to you? Would it make a difference to you? Because let me tell you, 
it shouldn't make a difference to you. You should be living your life today as if tomorrow was your last day on this earth. As if December 25th was your last day on this earth. As if January 1st was your last day on this earth. All of us, sometimes we put things off. We say, well, I'll work on that. I'll work on my attitude. I'll work on being a better person, a being a, a better man, a better husband, a better wife. For those of you out here today, maybe a better employee. I'll work on that someday. But today is the day, the Bible says. And we really shouldn't put something off that we know we should be doing today. And I believe the problem is that we can get off or just get caught up in surviving today that we forget how to live. You know, the last 18 to 20 months, we're just trying to survive. All of us, we're just trying to make it through before the next thing happens. We had this thing called COVID. It's still going on. What's the next thing? And, and we're just trying to survive rather than live. We need to live our lives. God didn't want us to live in fear, but at the same time, He wants you to live your life that He's called you to live. Instead of blessed, you're stressed. We have, some of you know the friend I'm talking about, but he used to wear a baseball cap that says, I'm too blessed to be stressed. Brother Tony, um, and some of you know him, and he would always tell you that. How you doing, Brother Tony? He goes, I'm too blessed to be stressed. And that's really the life we should be living. But some of us, I think, are on that opposite spectrum. We're too stressed to be blessed. And that's what life has done to us this year, in the last couple of years. I've shared with you this, um, of what was recently going on, but two men I know that were recently hospitalized at the beginning of October. They both had the same illness. They both had COVID. One was 49 and the other one was 43 years of age. One came home earlier this week. The other, this same week, went to be home with the Lord. You know, 49 and 43. I spoke to the one who's now home. I went to visit him on Thursday. And let me tell you, how about a spirit of gratefulness? The spirit of gratefulness was all over him. He was thankful. I mean, just the little things, not just life, but just the little things. All of a sudden, a switch had been flipped. A light switch went on. And all of a sudden, he was just, he was so appreciative of just creation. Just the birds that were outside. Not just that life, that he had life. He was thankful for that. And thankful for the Lord for that. But here's my question to you. How about you? Are you exhibiting the same level of gratefulness and thankfulness for life that you have right now? Because it's not for granted. Don't take it for granted. So I want to give you, and, and I like acronyms, you know. Um, many of you have heard me share acronyms, but I've got one for you today. And the word is time. And you're going to see it up on the screen here. And so I've put these definitions for the word time the T being treasure, the I being invest, the M being manage, and the E being enjoy. All of time. I've shared this with you in the past as well. Each of us have 24 hours. That's 86,400 seconds per day. How you spend those seconds is up to you. You ever catch yourself saying, oh man, I don't have enough time in the day. It just seems like it went by so fast. 
No, you have the same amount of time I do and everybody else in this room does. You just didn't manage it well. That's all. That, it's that simple. You just didn't manage it well. And so what I want to speak to you on is, is this, this word time. Because we have it limited. How many would agree with that? We have a limited amount of time on this earth. The first word is, the T is for treasure. The word of God states that God knows how many hairs we have on our head. There's my brother-in-law Martin when I need him. And how many hairs we don't have on our head. How each day is a present that Almighty God grants to each of us. As such, we need to learn to treasure it. Life or time is a gift. It's a gift. Everybody say, time is a gift. Each day is a gift. If I only, and you would say the same thing to me right now, if I only would have appreciated life when I was younger, like I do now. How many would agree with that statement right now? You may have made different choices in your life. Different choices that possibly could have affected your future right now. I'm just asking you to contemplate these things. Think about your, your life right now. Because I believe we need to learn how to treasure time. We need to learn how to treasure today. Learn how to treasure today. And then the I, I use the word invest. You see, when, when something or when someone invests something in someone or in something, usually you expect a return. You expect a return when you invest your time. If you're training somebody at work, you're expecting a, a dividend, a return, that they're going to be able to do what you've asked them to do without training, without having to babysit them. If you invest wisely, the Bible says you'll reap wisely. Amen. When we invest in the lives of our children, our grandchildren, our nephews, nieces, those around us, we will reap what we sow. And, and it's so important to invest. What are you investing in today? How are you investing today? in the lives of those around us, in your family members? Are you sharing with them what God's done in your life? The incredible work God has done in your life. Share that with them. Share how much God loves you. Amen. Amen. The M is manage. And I alluded to it earlier. But God has made us all stewards or managers of our life. You see, God gives you the control to manage your life how you choose fit, to, to, um, how you choose to be fit. He lets you to make the choices. He lets you to, to go this way or that way. Ultimately, it's, it's him, though, that guides our path when we listen to his voice, though. Amen? Amen. But, but he wants us to be wise managers and stewards of our life. We are free agents, meaning that we choose. We have a free will. But we should look for his voice. We should look for his call. We should look into his word. Lord, what is it? How is it that you want me to live my life? And sometimes when he gives us what's called wisdom to lead and guide our lives, it means making tough choices. It means giving up certain things. It means sometimes, and I've said this before, get your face out of Facebook and put it in the book. Amen? It means making tough choices. Again, we each have 86,400 seconds in each day, in each 24-hour day. 
How are you managing those seconds? Because that determines your day. That determines your week. That determines your month. And then the E, finally, in the last letter of time, is enjoy. I've put enjoy. Yes, God truly does want you to enjoy your life. God is not just here to crack a whip over you and, and tell you to get straightened up and to get in line. He wants you to be blessed in your life. Yes. He truly does. Amen. But sometimes we do need a little correction. How many would agree? We do need a little, hey, get back on track here. We used to do that with our pet, with our dog all the time. Hey, get back over here. But we need to live a life to the fullest. When you, when you live a life with purpose, when you know what your purpose is, is when you truly enjoy your life to the fullest. When I became a pastor later in my life, I thought I had uh, uh, been enjoying life and, and really fulfilled in my life. I, I mean, I was happy, but when I started doing this, oh my goodness, it was like a light switch went on and I'm going, Lord, I didn't know this existed, this uh, feeling of, being fulfilled. Because only God can do that. Yes. And you have experienced that in your own way, in your ministry, whatever it is that you do. Only God, when He fulfills that purpose in your life, can bring fulfillment to you. So that in the middle of trials, in the middle of sorrows, whatever it is, He can help you overcome that. Amen? Amen. It has been said that the value of life not lies not in the length of days, but in the use we make of them. How are you using your days? You know, too often sometimes we look forward to that vacation, the upcoming cruise, the upcoming getaway, the upcoming barbecue, the upcoming Thanksgiving potluck, whatever it is. And those are all great things. We all need to enjoy ourselves. But we look so forward to that that we're not enjoying this. Amen? Amen? We need to enjoy to live today. Amen? Yeah. It's also been said that time is free, but it's priceless. You can't own it, but you can use it. You can't keep it, but you can spend it. But once you've lost it, you can never get it back. Time is precious. 86,400 seconds. And we've already used quite a few of those seconds today. Let me show you this illustration. And I've shared this with you before. Don't worry, nobody's getting tied up. All right. I'm going to try to speak louder here, but this is, this is an example. This is eternity right here. See that? That's eternity. It just goes forever. It went past that wall. You just can't see it. It went past out to the party. It goes into eternity. And this little red part right here is your life here on this earth. Here's your life right here. But all that over there is eternity. It goes on forever and ever and ever. How you live your life here will determine where you spend eternity. Amen? Amen? But here's what I want you to think of. For many of us, 
We're working so hard. We're working so hard for three quarters of this so that we can enjoy the last quarter. Think about that. That's the American dream right there. Work hard, brother. Work hard, sister. Then you can retire when you're 70, when you're 65, so you can enjoy those last 20 years of your life. What kind of thought is that? We need to be enjoying the whole thing here on this earth. But remember this. This isn't everything. This isn't your complete life. You are a soul. You are a soul inside. You are a soul that will one day be in an eternal place with our Lord and Savior. Amen? Amen. This represents your life. How are you living your life in terms of eternity? It's so important that we make choices, we make our decisions knowing that it's not just here, it's impacting eternity. Amen? Amen. Enough of that rope. Some people never make decisions though based on eternity. They only make decisions on the here and now. It's all about now. It's all about my enjoyment now, now, and now. And they want it all now. And they forget to realize that there's an eternity that we're all going to be a part of. Amen? Lifestyle decisions are made with no care for eternity. But sadly, those people are mistaken. The decisions we make today impact our eternity. So church, let's not just live for the now. Let's not just live for today. Live for eternity. And again, you know who I truly feel, feel sorry for are those people that only believe life exists in that little red part. That life is, is this. And then it's gone. There's no eternity. I truly feel sorry for those people. And those are the people that I've told, well, you know, I, I go to church, I believe in this God, I believe in His Word, and, uh, and I follow and I live my life like that. But at the end of my life, say that wasn't true and there's no judgment, there's no God. You know what? I've lost nothing. I haven't lost a thing. I was blessed in my life. But on the other hand, if I'm accurate, if I'm correct, and what you're saying isn't, You've lost everything. Amen. He's lost everything. Now one day these people will be in for a rude awakening. And many of you and all of us here know people like that. Every knee, the Bible says, will, will confess. It will bow and confess to the glory of God the Father. Amen? Amen? But again, the rope represents eternity and our very short lifespan on this earth. We can get so caught up in doing this life that you're not learning to enjoy the moment. I'm happy for those that are able to retire early, to be able to live their lives and have many, many more years seemingly ahead of them. But again, none of us know for sure. But the, the point is, the message is, are you enjoying your life today? Are you being thankful and grateful for what God has given you? Amen? Don't get so caught up in this life for that small amount of time that you neglect the things of eternity. We work, we work, and we work, and then we work some more. And granted, we have to, because the Bible says, if you don't work, you don't eat. The man that doesn't work shouldn't eat. 
And, and we work and work so we can enjoy retirement, so we can enjoy someday far off in the future. Don't let it be far off in the future. Learn to enjoy today. Amen? Amen. Be blessed today. And as I close today, I have a couple of scriptures I want to read to you. First one is found in Ephesians chapter 5. This is Paul writing a letter to the Ephesians in chapter 5, verses 15 through 16. Paul says these words, So then, be careful how you walk, not as unwise people, but as wise, making the most of your time. Making the most of your time. Can I say that again? Making the most of your time because the days are evil. And I believe we are living in those days. How about you? Make the most of your time. Philippians chapter 3, verses 17 through 20. Paul again writing to the Philippians in verse 17 says, Brothers and sisters, join in following my example. He's basically saying, follow me as I follow Jesus Christ and observe those who walk according to the pattern you have in us. For many walk of whom I often told you and now tell you even as I weep that they are the enemies of the cross of Christ whose end is destruction, whose God is their appetite and whose glory is in their shame who have their minds on earthly things. Let me stop there. He's describing the people that are just living selfishly, living for today. That really describes a majority of the United States. I'm sorry. It really does. It describes a majority of the citizens of this country. They're just living for today with no thought of eternity, no thought of living today in light of eternity. But listen to verse 20, what it says. For our citizenship is in heaven, from which we also eagerly await for a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. He's saying our citizenship, our home, is in heaven. It's not here on this earth. Uh, how many like to go camping? You set up your RV, your tent, and you set up for a few days, you enjoy the place, and then you head back to your home. Just like your RV or your tent is not your dwelling place, it's your house. The Bible tells us that this place is not your home. It's in heaven. Amen. That is our home. One day we will be at home for eternity, forever, with our loved ones. Amen? Amen. Won't you stand with me this afternoon as I close? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for this spirit of, of just reminding us where our, our heart should be, where our mind should be, where our soul should be, that we should be thankful that we have the opportunity to live today for you, to cherish today for those around us, cherish those around us and love them, Lord. Again, we will spend eternity somewhere, church, and I just want to make sure each of you are living your life with that value in your heart and in your spirit. Whether you believe that or not, the Bible says that you will bow. I will bow before Almighty God. And we will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior to the glory of God the Father. The Bible says that. If you're watching this on YouTube later, to the unbeliever who doesn't believe, I would just 
challenge you today to receive Christ as your personal Lord and Savior because again if if I was wrong I've lost nothing but if you're wrong you've lost everything and you don't want to be in that position so maybe the Lord's speaking to you whether you're watching at home whether you're watching here if that's you I, I want to say this prayer and if you'll all repeat this with me even at home because I want to make sure that you're living life today in light of eternity that you have your place guaranteed in heaven amen so let's pray this prayer Heavenly Father we come before you right now Lord I know I am a sinner I've done wrong in my life and I ask you to forgive me right now I ask you Lord to fill me with your spirit I know you went to the cross and died for me and that you rose again on the third day that I might have everlasting life and I receive that today the gift of salvation in Jesus name and if that's you watching online if that's you here today I just want to assure you that you're gonna walk with Jesus Christ he's gonna guide you he's gonna give you wisdom learn to live today in light of eternity it's the most important thing you can do as a believer because we have not tomorrow promised you have today amen be grateful be thankful for what God has given you again we thank you Lord for this day we thank you for your blessings I thank you for our church thank you for each family here today those that couldn't be with us I pray your blessings over them just raise your hands church right now and receive this blessing the Lord bless you and keep you the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace in Jesus name have a great, wonderful Sunday. God bless you. If you need any prayer, I'll be up here for you. If you need additional prayer, God bless you. Amen. Thanks for listening. For more information, be sure to check out our Facebook page at Foothill Christian American Canyon.